Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bagels for Breakfast. This is the podcast that has nothing to do with bagels and or breakfast. And in quarantine, today we're going to be talking about a very different topic uh, since anything that we've covered before. Uh, we're going to be talking about time travel. And specifically, uh, I'm going to ask three questions of Jordan related to time travel, and Jordan's going to ask me three questions. And uh, let's get, I want to talk about the origin or, you know, the theories of time travel and how relevant uh, it is to our pop culture and to our understanding of life. Um, Jordan, what do you have to say before we get started? Um, Not much, dude. I'm kind of, I mean, I'm excited for a little, you know, random episode. Who isn't? Yeah. and maybe just a little something to get not only our minds off of it, but some listeners too about this crazy quarantine and not focusing on it. But I'm excited, dude. I w- I'm really interested in seeing like where each of us took these questions, you know, like in what direction, because we didn't really discuss too much before this, what we were going to ask. Yeah. So this is pretty um, ad hoc uh, for us. I mean, we're kind of just, uh, we're kind of just gunning it. Um, and I do think that everybody has their own idea of time travel in their head. Um, you know, maybe there was a baseball game that they wish they would have done better in. And then, you know, from there, they could have been in the major leagues or, you know, somebody thinks about going back in time and observing just what was happening in the world at that time. Um, and so, you know, I, I've always found it interesting, I think, the idea that um, and granted, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but um, like time and space, and I think that's relativity. Um, Einstein was very big on it, I think. Um, a lot of scientists were kind of like, hey, this is a thing. Um, I watched Avengers Endgame, so I think I know a little <laughs> bit about time travel more than the average journeyman. Um, Who hasn't seen Avengers? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think I understand what's going on, right? Yeah, sure. You should get in on it. So, Jordan, why don't you ask me your first question? We'll get this. Yeah, dude. Off. So, um, so I definitely, like, when I think about time travel, I think more towards, like, a space element. You know, I think of, like, interstellar and, like, wormholes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I was just thinking... I'm trying to think which one to go with here. I guess I was really thinking about like real time travel, you know, like going into like a portal and like clicking like what year you want to go to and just like shooting back and like space travel, you know, where like somebody goes out, like they do this experiment with the twins where like one goes out and the other stays back on earth and then they get back and they're technically different ages. Um, I don't really have a question to back that up. (laughs) <laughs> but if you have any ideas on that subject, I'm dying to hear. Like, uh, I think real time travel is so much cooler, but I don't think it's possible. So I think in, in granted, like I said, we're not signed, but um, I can confirm that. Um, but what I think would be interesting is, is like as obvious, as obvious as it can be, it, you know, the only time travel we could do realistically is traveling forward and so i don't think that's necessarily impossible and mm-hmm. you know people probably listen like what the hell are you talking about i think that like yeah so there are ripples in space and there are parts of space that are shrunk right mm-hmm. and so you could travel x distance in an incredibly shortened amount of time Granted, the other problem is, is like, okay, and it's weird because a lot of things that relate to the ocean relate to space. So like when it comes to the ocean, it's like we can't go to the bottom of the ocean because we don't have the technology to make sure that the pressure won't make our bodies explode. And so same thing with like these loopholes, as you would call it, or these like bends in time is that our bodies couldn't physically handle it. Mm-hmm. But we could send something through there. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. we like a satellite or, you know, a ship 
like filled with monkeys. I don't know. Don't don't come at me, PETA. But um, <laughs> you know, some, something like that. Yeah. Well, I immediately like once I was looking into this and trying to think of questions to ask you, I immediately got attracted to like wormholes and stuff like that. Um, that was definitely where my mind went with time travel, like a more realistic definition of it besides like Rick and Morty going through a portal, you know? Yeah. Oh, my, you're going to be really cool stuff behind that. There's, um, I don't know if you've heard of the YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to botch the pronunciation. I think it's called Kurgasakt. Have you ever heard of it? Mm-mm. It's spelled K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. Um, for anybody who wants to look for something to do while quarantined. Um, and they have really cool videos about everything, but they turned out to have one about time travel and it was pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah. And my, my uh, questions of time travel are literally not based in any, um, like they're not like scientific questions. They're more Mm -hmm. so like historical. Um, If there was one person in the past that is dead now that you could meet, who would it be? What would you do with them and why? Oh, shit, man. And it can't be have sex with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be that lewd on air. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you need to tell the audience. Yeah. Damn, dude, that's a hard question. Um, while I'm thinking about it, I know my answer. I've always, like, I always get, like, the question. I feel like it's always at, um, like, family affairs whenever, like, the entire family's all together. And they're, like, trying to think of, like, icebreaker questions. One of them I always get is, like, if there's one person alive today, who would you get dinner with? Um, but I've never thought of in the past. It, it, mm. All right, I'll, I'll amend the question. It could either be a historical figure, or if you could go back to see an event, what would it be and why? Shit, dude. Do you have one lined up? Um, I have a couple, but if I'll stick to one. Okay, shoot, while I think of mine. So, <laughs> I'm such a huge history nerd. Um as many people know. Um, but I would really love to see the Battle of Alessia between Julius Caesar and Vercingetorix. Um, it's, you know, apparently this, like, cataclysmic battle that was just, you know, it was like 600, it was like 80,000 troops versus like 300,000. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I just want to see it one to see the actual battle and two to see if Julius Caesar was um exaggerating his numbers and mm-hmm. yeah i've i that it would be either that or like if i could observe it um uh maybe like a battle from the revolutionary war or something like that yeah well okay i thought of one and it's a little bit off the map but if we're really like all doors are open to see anything in history, I got like this like crazy, not it's not crazy, but like I love watching videos of stuff of like people watching like terrible things happen from like a distance. Not like terrible things to other people, but like watching like a crazy explosion from a distance. Um, like that just seems sick to me. So I would totally want to see the asteroid that like wiped out the dinosaurs from a safe distance. That'd be pretty cool to see. I don't It'd think be wild. Distance, but <laughs> it would be wild, dude. Imagine how big it was. Ooh, that'd be crazy. That's actually a really good pick. That'd I, I would awesome. think we would go there. You know, I um oh, I I thought of an amendment to mine. It would be okay. to see how the pyramids were built. And see if that shit. <laughs> yeah, did, that's pretty did, good. Question for everybody: Did aliens build the pyramids? Let us know if you have information, like any ancient papyrus scripts that are detailing aliens building the pyramids. 
if you just happen to have them lying around yeah like if you find it in your cupboard or your attic or something just send it our way or your foreign spaceship yeah right you know just just (laughs) all right um dude yeah that would be really cool dude i don't understand the pyramids that yeah dude that racks my brain like that's one of the few things from like ancient aliens that like really racks my brain i'm like shit bro they might be onto something <laughs> like who in their right mind is like yo let's just build four let's just something. do it you know like just do it to do it how tall are we gonna build it it's gonna be fucking huge and we're gonna, <laughs> use, and we're gonna use rocks not any rocks rocks that are about 150 miles up the river yeah because why and, not because we can <laughs> and they're like we're just gonna do it and then we're gonna spend you know thousands of hours doing this and yeah. everybody was just kind of like yeah that sounds about good <laughs> no yeah no totally man <laughs> that sounds I, sick. I want to see if there's anybody pushing back on this yeah <laughs> like there's a guy that was like uh i just don't think we have the logistics for this boss <laughs> oh man <laughs> that'd be cool to see for sure it'd be awesome um, before we move on to, I just want to say, um, give us some feedback as to how we sound for this episode. We've been having trouble with the normal application we use, um, so we've been forced to ditch, ditch them for a separate application. So let us know how it sounds. Yeah, um, we, have to, we have to blame our audio tech, Kenan. Um, he really screwed this. <laughs> oh, Kenan, you're on the nights, buddy. Yeah, he's on the shitter, man. He's on the way out. <laughs> Um, okay, so I, I'm going back to more of, it's not like science but it's more towards like that aspect, because um, that's really what I focused on. So I keep thinking, like, how would time travel, like, work? Because it's like, time is a dimension, you know, so you can't really, like, put a year in, I guess. So like, how would it work with like coordinates in time or like, you know what I'm trying to get at? Mm-hmm. It racks my brain. My thing, I look at it like, and it's probably way more complex than this, but I look at it as like just one giant, like X axis and Y axis. Mm-hmm. And you just have to find, yeah, like you have to find those coordinates and pinpoint exactly to where it is. Yeah, dude, because you might fuck up. Because time, well, time, I mean, time is a concept, but like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, it is a thing, I guess. Yeah. I just like, like, I guess that's the first thing. What is time? Right? Yeah. And, you know, how do we quantify that? And really, like, I was trying to distinguish between like time travel and just like teleporting, you know, because it's almost the same thing. Yeah. Well, teleporting, it would be like, you would just be saving time, and in time travel, you would be skipping time. Yeah. Like... I suppose. Like, if that makes sense. I... Oh, here's a question. Would you rather have the ability to teleport or to time travel? That's tricky, man. I feel like, well, okay. And, and then, I feel like time travel because you could. Oh, you drop your mic there? Oh, sorry. I was just moving my laptop. Okay. Um, so I think about um, with time travel, couldn't. Th- this would like be fucked up by like the paradox of time travel and like running into yourself and stuff. So don't mark me on this. But couldn't you just like time travel? basically the same as teleporting so like i'm getting on the plane i'm just like you know what f this click on my watch and i just time travel like eight hours into the future and now i'm in italy like i skipped the whole flight uh but that would be different from teleporting no i know but like you could technically use time travel to teleport but eight hours would still go by i guess like teleporting it'll be like here if you time traveled, it's eight hours in the future. If you teleport, it's still like nine oh one a.m. You know, back. Oh, in, okay. Like, so you're New saying York you time. don't lose out on that day? 
Yeah, like you're like yeah. you feel yeah. So like, but time travel it comes with all of the problems that could spew from it, and whether you want to use like a Back to the Future methodology or Avengers Endgame or however time travel would work, like it's I feel like it's very tricky. Telep- I feel like teleporting is more of like the live in the moment answer, you know, because time travel you could technically just like keep living on, you know, um, if. I don't know in what sense, dude, it's so many questions when you get into this topic of like, if I time traveled 10 years ago, would I be my 22 year old self or my 12 year old self again? You know, you know you'd be, um, well, this is all right. Let's set the parameters for ourselves. <laughs> I have just so many questions that pop up. Well, I think it would be you, but you're okay. going back to the year 2000. So like you're transporting, but like your consciousness yeah, it is like Avengers Endgame. Time isn't traveling through you, you're traveling through time. Okay, so like I would still live to be only 100 years old, let's say. Like I couldn't skip time and just say like, F it, I'm going to live forever. Well, you could just time travel to, you know, uh, the year 2150. And True. You know, in this time, it would say, oh, Jordan Kipnis disappeared without a trace. You would be on, like, some cold case file or, like, BuzzFeed Unsolved <laughs> or something like that. And then... Sounds you, pretty tight. You'd pop up 150 years later, and, you know, that would be um, that would be the case, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I think I would go with teleporting, dude. Because, like, on a whim right now, I could j- – well, not right now. Like, who the hell would travel anywhere else right now? But um, just on, like, a random day, if I could teleport, I'd say, you know what? I'm going to go to uh, London for the night. I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, and you could also be a fucking superhero. True. Like, you could just, like, do shit. <laughs> um, okay, here's a question. Go for it. Uh, if you – could go back in time and claim like go back in time and claim one invention like as you like that you made it what would it be um dude i mean oof like one like product could be a product like the immediate like thing a... that popped into my head is like go back and discover oil because <laughs> like okay bad bad outcome we all know the outcome of oil you know global warming and everything but you'd make a killing <laughs> yeah, you'd be rolling in dough dude you'd be rolling in some major dough yeah like your family would and shit yeah um, that'd okay. be pretty sweet discover oil um i would i would go back and like i don't know what i would do i would probably try and like not discover something but prevent something mm-hmm. i would try my hardest to like not get george bush elected <laughs> i would just be like yo there's some weird <laughs> going on in florida keep an eye <laughs> on it and then, like, we have Al Gore as president, and then, like, you know, the world is in a much better place, you know? like Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Taking the political stance. Yep. I, I think both of our answers were very on brand. I mean, <laughs> like, why wouldn't I, right? <laughs> you're would, right, you're right. Or it would discover, um, like, I don't know, like a car or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. All right. I, if anybody listening has any input for these questions that we're tangling with, let us know. I would love to hear some answers about what people think. Or if you had supplemental questions, that would be better too. And yeah, we can tackle some in the next episode for a little bit. If you've ever time traveled, let us know how it went and you know, tell us all about it. And how it. the period pyramids were built. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> bet aliens, but um yeah, if it's any different, please let us know. I think the Egyptians are so funny because They're crazy man. If if like if I so like here's another question: If you had to become part of one ancient people, 
who would it be and why? Like one ancient empire. Mine I think the Greeks, the, dude. Oh, you said the Greeks. Yeah. Yeah, like I say the the Egyptians just because they were obsessed with cats. <laughs> True. They built. Did, did they even like have cats though? Like in eat like. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. So they listen to this. They. <laughs> And I, and I want to hear why you chose Greece. Um, but they, first of all, cats domesticated themselves. Like, according to National Geographic, they were like, oh, well, you have food. And the things that we eat, mice, are attracted to your food. So we should just live with you. And then that's how cats... Egyptians were so obsessed with cats, they built an entire fucking city literally based on burying dead cats oh my god like it is like thousands of tombs for cats. yeah and they spent so much time and money <laughs> building this thing and i was like i res- i've never respected anybody more yeah why did you increase <laughs> it'd be pretty funny living through that for sure um yeah ancient greek dude dude i feel like the ancient greeks were like the 70s before the 70s happened (laughs) like they lived some crazy lives dude like in this period of like very like um like there was a lot of like religion and um sanctity to like life and like they were they were pretty crazy for that time period dude like they had insane orgies and parties and stuff sounds awesome yeah yeah i mean yeah i think they still do that but um we'll have to confirm with our friends um yeah we'll ask kiriakis <laughs> yeah um but yeah dude they i mean they had a lot of crazy shit going on and, yeah uh, they were avid drug users yeah sounds like sounds like a fun time to live <laughs> with the ancient greeks and they made good boats good boats yeah, that's, I mean, that me. has nothing to do with what we're saying, but I just thought I'd point it out. And what good boats? Enlighten me on the subject. Um, well, like, you've heard of the Battle of, um, what is it, Thermopylae? And, uh, like, the, what is it, the Peloponnesian War, and then the mm-hmm. Persian Wars? Mm-hmm. Like, 300. You ever watch 300? Um, not for years. Well, yeah, so basically they, um, I forgot the name of it, I think it's called, like, a galley, I wouldn't, I'm just gonna do some research right now. Um, (laughs) Didn't mean to put you on the spot, but now I'm interested. It's a trireme. Okay. What's interesting about those is that, all right, here's a little history lesson for everybody. First, it was rowed by, like, 80 dudes, insane, right, and they were all voluntary, uh, you know, it's a very mi- common misconception that, like, these dudes were slaves. No, they were, like, Greek men that were like, yeah, I want to row a boat. Um, and they had these, like, massive naval battles with Persia and stuff. But they had to happen in broad daylight in the morning because the boats, contrary to what I said before, they kind of sucked. And all the boats would be destroyed if there was like mild weather and like bad weather. So yeah, just a fun fact. And we also don't know what a trireme look looks like. We've never seen an actual trireme, so we really just, we just kind of made it up what we think it looks like. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures now. Yeah, huh. those are like guesstimates. Like nobody really knows what they look like. Yo, revising my answer, go back in time and see what a trimene looks like. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, you want to stop for a quick break? Uh, a little quickie? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Or we could keep okay. going. I think we should uh, confer some answers and some uh, additional topics. And also... We'll hit you guys with our top recommendations for things to read or watch or listen to um, from your former favorite movie podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> let's do that in the second half. Do we do we need yeah. to get out? Uh yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we will see you in the second half. Bye-bye. Hello, and welcome back to the second half of this somewhat special episode of Bagels for Breakfast, where we're going on random tangents still. Um, We are still talking about time travel for a bit, and then we'll hit you with that list we mentioned. But for now, we are going to talk about some of our favorite instances of time travel in either movies, TV shows, books, um, pop culture. Let's say, how does that sound, Mick? Yeah, that sounds really good to me. <laughs> okay, that's that so, sounds great. <laughs> so the first instance that I thought of, uh, going along with all of the stuff I was thinking about with like time travel having to do with space, was Interstellar. Um, obviously, because I like Interstellar, unlike you. Um, <laughs> so, um. But that was like a really crazy instance of it. And like, I have no idea on the background of it or like whether it's true or not. But like, the impression I have is that it's somewhat true or like somewhat plausible um, as the theories go on time travel. So it's really cool to see somebody go through like a wormhole. Um, And like I said, seeing one from a safe distance and something dangerous from a safe distance, like I said before. Yeah, no, I I feel that. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty. I'm sure they've done. They did their research before the movie, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they had some scientists come out and be like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." You know, <laughs> like. I mean, I respect. Sorry, I'm yawning. I respect, <laughs> I respect Interstellar as a cinematic achievement, and I think like the way that they handled that aspect was great. Mm-hmm. it's kind of terrifying yeah like it definitely is in i want to i'm just throwing a number here but i want to say like 85 percent of time travel media is um like happy campy cool like mm-hmm. but it's such a terrifying concept yeah dude space is scary like, and time travel like imagine, like quite literally, just imagine that you went back in time. Say you went to the year nineteen ninety. You know of, and and you had like an, an uh, a history book from twenty twenty. You know of almost every single event that's going to happen, and it's like that's terrifying, right? Yeah, that's some crazy power you're wielding in that moment. And if you those are really funny, um, I'm, I'll try and pull it up. I don't want to read through the whole thing, but there's this really funny post I saw um, about like, what if you went back ten years and told everybody what was happening in present day America, and it was just like nobody would believe you. <laughs> no, not not a single person. Yeah, and like. Um, honestly I'd use that to my advantage because I would bet (laughs) like I would bet somebody like a million dollars or I would like start making I would start making bets for like sporting events and I would just amass a huge amount of money like kind of like in Back to the Future 2 with Biff Mm -hmm. and how he just fucking makes like billions of dollars that's yeah. like, it's like one of the best storylines in a movie. Yeah. One like everybody has thought about. Yeah, right? Like what if you went back and, you know, bet on the Patriots to beat the Cardinals, you know, yeah. like some crazy shit like that. Um Yeah. Another funny one is just like have you ever seen Hot Tub Time Machine? <laughs> honestly, that's a great time travel movie. It's so funny, dude. It's such a funny cast. It is. I mean, they, it, that movie's really good. I actually like yeah. that movie a lot. Um, yeah, it's a good one. And uh, I, I think that 
Like, again, that's another one of those campy time travel movies. Um, the movie that I picked was a movie called 12 Monkeys. Have you ever seen it? No, I have not. Dude, 12 Monkeys, to you and all the viewers out there, is a fantastic movie. I believe it came out in 1995. 1995. And that's all, like, that was just Brad Pitt's year, dude. But Really? That, and then Seven came out, and then I want to say another film came out. But So Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis are in 12 Monkeys, and basically, oh, here's, oh, shit kind of ties into this quarantine thing Um, (laughs) basically it's in the future and all of humanity lives underground and um it's because the surface is uh it's like contaminated and if humans go on it like they'll die um and because it's like some virus or some shit and so basically um Bruce Willis's character is sent back in time by these like w- this like weird council of scientists to try and stop it, and mm-hmm. it is fantastic, and it is one of the best time travel movies ever, and it will make you rethink everything about time travel, like plain and simple, all of your thoughts about time travel out the window. Sounds like I have to watch it. Yeah, and if you're under the influence, fantastic. Not that I would. Of what, Mick? What are you trying to say? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, a nice kitty cocktail or something, you know? <laughs> sure, some, sure. Some some orange soda and whatever they'll say, and some cherry juice. Of course. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was talking about, too. And, um, and, and crystal meth. No kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely have to add that in there. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think where else it pops up, dude. Um, there was another one I had just thought of, but I can't remember it. I don't think I've ever really read a book with it. I'm not big on uh, fiction books. I'm not big on reading. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 have, uh, I have some book suggestions uh, thrown in there. Uh, some of the last few books I wrote, I read. Um for suggestions for people to read while quarantined to expand your mind a bit because I'm enjoying them. Yeah. Do you want to hop into that? You got any other uh, pressing matters on time travel? Do I have any other pressing matters? Um, oh, not anything that's pressing necessarily. Um, do you? Not really. I, I feel like talking about this um, normally produces more questions in me that neither me or the people I'm close to have the proper training to answer. <laughs> yeah, right. We have no idea what we're talking about, but we're just trying. Yeah. So let's move on to some suggestions for what you can do during uh, this quarantine. Yeah. Um, I, for one, have completely come to a halt with any physical activity which is so sad um because like i said my gym closed so i've been trying to figure out something to do within my apartment that doesn't make me feel like my apartment's disgusting by working out in it um so if anybody has suggestions on that i'm all ears um but i have some great movies suggestions to watch um i recently watched uh, two A24 films in common fashion because I have yet to watch a bad A24 film. Um, and I watched Waves and I finally watched Mid-90s, Jonah, Hill, Jonah Hill's movie. And both were amazing. Dude, I really want to see Mid-90s. I'm going to have to watch that. I suggest it highly, dude. I had wanted to watch it for so long and then I saw it on, it's free on Prime Video on Amazon. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to have to watch it then. It's so good. It was really good. Um, And Waves was on like a whole different uh, like wave, basically. I It was a crazy movie. I loved it, though. Waves was on it a was, different wave. Dude, it's on a wave, man. It's on its own wave. It was you know really good, though. You know what's a really good A24 movie? What? It's a Swiss Army Man. With Daniel Radcliffe. 
Dude, wow. I never watched that. The name sounded familiar, but then when you mentioned Daniel Radcliffe, I, n- I know the movie you're talking about. I never movie, watched it, though. The movie's fantastic. Just really? Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. Um, it's very uh, it's very artsy, independent, but um, I highly recommend it. It's really awesome. And I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch Midsommar, Lighthouse, Waves, and Mid '90s. I have to watch all of that. Yeah, dude, I definitely wanted to watch uh, Lighthouse, um, Midsummer, Screwed Up, um, and uh, Mid '90s is really good, dude. Highly suggest, definitely. Awesome. I uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, I was gonna move on to podcast ideas. So what were you gonna say? Oh no! I was just gonna say a good suggestion for another movie is um, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, it's a Taika Waititi film, and mm. Sam Neill is in it. I watched it the other night, and Taika Waititi is such an awesome director. He's one of my favorite directors now, hands down. And I just highly recommend it. It's a sweet movie. Um, a lot of funny bits, and I think everybody will enjoy it. Did we ever talk about what we do in the shadows? Uh, I think we briefly talked about it. That's on my list, though. I have to watch that movie. Oh, yeah. You still have it. Yeah. You definitely to. watch it. And to anybody listening out there, if Patrick's listening, he's definitely going to pound the table in uh, uh, agreeing with me. But it's so funny, dude. That was such a great movie. Yeah, it. it I mean, he's he's really cementing himself as like one of the most popular directors. I literally bought um, Jojo Rabbit, and I don't I don't buy that many movies, but I purchased this one. Um, so yeah, that says a lot. Yeah, that tells you something. In the age of digital, Mick went out and bought a movie. I bought a <laughs> movie like I'm a sociopath, but whatever. Um. Okay. So podcast recommendations. Do you listen to any particular other podcasts? Uh, I only listen to some that are. I only listen to like baseball podcasts, and I listen to a couple of um. I have a couple of YouTube channels that are actually really um fun to watch. I go down holes on YouTube, dude. Me too. I I, I like watching um top ten videos. Like <laughs> watch know. Mojo. Well, oh man, a lot of watching Mojo, a lot of her, <laughs> and um, I, I, I've, I've been recently listening to it's, it's essentially like a podcast is a criminally listed. It's just a lot about like cold case files, um, okay. but it's really creepy. It's, it's just so unsettling, you know. Yeah. Um. So that's my recommendations for like audio. Yeah, I get crazy into YouTube holes, dude. My my last two trends, um, like when I go down a hole, dude, I go down a deep hole. Um, the last two video topics I was interested in was fishing videos and tornado storm chaser videos. Both were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Dude, they're so good. If anybody wants some recommendations on storm chasing videos or fishing videos, I got you. <laughs> yeah, my but, friend Chris will be thrilled about the fishing videos. <laughs> um, but some podcasts I listen to. Um, the first one, it's like pretty good content, but it's mainly just for the voice of the host. Um, it's called Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin. Okay, word. A mate, dude, his voice is just very soothing. Um, and it's exactly, it's kind of like a showbiz take on podcasting. I feel like there's a lot of like cut-ins and cutouts and like different music and the way he talks. It's just like kind of not scripted, but it's just his style. Um, Ridiculous history stuff. You should know and how I built this are all great on um, the iHeartRadio network. And then I also listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a good bit. I so Joe Rogan is one of those things where it's like J. Cole. I don't necessarily hate J. Cole. I hate people who listen to Joe Rogan. Or like I hate people <laughs> who listen to J. Cole. Like J. Cole fans are the worst people on the planet. And I feel like like the 
and not saying that you do this, although I do hate you, not saying that you (laughs) tell me how you really feel, man. (laughs) I just, I feel like everybody or not everybody, but a lot of people that watch Joe Rogan, or it's like a lot of stupid people watch Joe Rogan or listen to Joe Rogan and are like, yo, like he said this dude, it's verifiably true. Well, yeah, I think that's like a big problem within his community is that a lot of people take the things that he says as like face value. And he's not like a conspiracy theorist, like Infowars or something trying to spread misinformation. But sometimes he does say something. And I don't think just as like a normal listener who like is perceptive to how he talks, I don't think he realizes like sometimes how much control he has over his audience and the things that he can like instill in their brain that they just take as face value. And I think it's just like with the times, like I think people have become, you know, less intelligent over the years. And I think that it has to do with like when, so like when, you know, Joe Rogan might say something like question what's going on. Right. And yes, I agree with that. You should always question things that are going on. But if, if it comes out that like, no, that is the truth, then like you have to accept it as the truth. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, if, if I went back in time and found out that like, yeah, the fucking Egyptians actually did build the pyramids, I would say, okay, aliens had nothing to do with this. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. like keep peddling that aliens might've had something to do with it, you know? And I feel like, that's just kind of this like anti-intellectualism, but like people think they're being intellectuals. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like it's just this whole attitude, like, man, you know, like I, you know, the government, they got all these things and like, you know, they're spying on everybody. I know more than everybody else is like, you're not smart. Yeah, for sure. No, I totally take that. I really just enjoy the guests that he has on. Um, there's some like really interesting people that he has on. And I think the thing I admire most is he can kind of talk through with anybody, no matter their background, you know, cause he has like the, the fighters from like his MMA world. And then he has just like scientists like Neil deGrasse Tyson or just writers um, or anything like that. Um, which one of them pops up in my book recommendations. Yeah. Well, yeah. And this isn't to discount Joe Rogan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm sure he's like a smart guy and, you know, I, like his podcast is good. That's not what I'm saying. I just think like there's a lot of things that people get turned off by because of the fans. Yeah. And maybe that's, you know, a discussion for another pod, but like I'll give him a listen. Maybe I'll just tune out. Yeah. Uh, I can send you some recommendations and that goes for anybody on our listeners list. Reach out to our Instagram at bagels for breakfast for recommendations. <laughs> I have another, Ooh. I have another quick wreck. Yeah. Try and cook something in this quarantine. If you're not good at cooking, this is a great time to learn how to cook things. I have learned how to cook so much shit and become a better cook because of it. Like, just call me Remy from Ratatouille, dude, because, like, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I made a chili, like, two weekends ago, and it was fantastic. Yeah, dude, we mentioned that in one of the last podcasts. We made that. Um, Makiba just made banana bread. Um, Ooh. And, yeah, like, with chocolate chips and shit. And, um, like, we were making biscuits. Um, I've been, like, a master at... Um, making omelets like I make phenomenal omelets but like <laughs> like i oh i made burgers too dude look i'm just becoming maybe we should have an episode about food but mm. uh, you know um, yeah. yeah um yeah. but just, okay. okay let's uh let's close out with our book recs you want to start off uh You did say you had book recs, right? I'm not putting you on the spotlight. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're embarrassing me in front of our audience. <laughs> um, no, I actually do have a good book. Um, it's called uh, Candide by Voltaire. And you're probably like, what the fuck? But um, <laughs> it's 
it's a 18th century, I believe it's 18th century, might be 17th century, um, book by um, uh, Voltaire. Um, and it's a satire. It's a parody novel. And it's like one of the first modern novels to do it. And it's really funny. It's hard to understand when you first read it. But once you start reading it, you realize that a lot of the jokes that are being made are made today. And a lot of it is political satire. A lot of it is like making fun of disasters and stuff like that. It's a great read um, if you want to learn that everything in the world is a joke. And <laughs> I'm always trying to learn that. It's a classic book. It's considered one of the classics. Uh, shouldn't be more than $10. It's a fantastic book. And it's like 150 pages. It's not that long. So. Sweet. Um, I well, So the one I was going to mention from Joe Rogan's podcast, there's a writer called uh, Michael Pollan. Um, and he normally does a lot about food and like the philosophy of food, I know. Um, but this one is called uh, How to Change Your Mind. And it's a really good book. And I'll just let you look it up to see what it's about. Um, but um, it's really good. And he's a really good writer taking on a kind of touchy taboo subject. Um, but the other one is called, I just picked it up and a friend told me about it and I was a little bit skeptical at first, but if you're that friend, you know who you are, but it's called the Tao of Pooh and the Tay of Piglet. Mm. And it explains Taoism through lessons involving Winnie the Pooh and the whole cast. And it's awesome. That, I mean, that sounds amazing. Yep. It's really good, dude. I would highly recommend it. I'm like, I've been reading about like 50 pages of it a day. uh, And this was like the third day, I think. And I loved it after the first day. All right. I'm going to have to read it. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I highly suggest. And it's like a really, and um, the lessons I'm getting so far from it um, of like Taoism is basically accepting the world as it comes. And so I think it's a really fitting time period to be reading it. Yeah. And a lot of it, there's nothing you can do. Yep, exactly. So it's kind of, it's really relaxing to read this book. So I would highly recommend if Amazon is still shipping in your area to definitely get it ordered or go support a local bookstore, I guess, if you have one of those. I don't know. If they're open, <laughs> if you can. Yeah, if you can, I guess. Support that local business. Yeah, we're all about uh, business here. Yeah, we're a local business, I guess, even though we're not really making money yet. Yeah, even though we've had no economic output. Um, yeah. Speaking of our analytics as a podcast, dude, uh, you kept mentioning that there was people in France listening to us. Well, today I checked and there was some listeners in uh, Tokyo. Yes. Oh, so that is um, one of my cousin's friends. Uh, they really? Have, yep. Um, they actually have a great podcast. Um, it's called Super Smash Hose. And yeah, it's a fantastic podcast and they're much smarter and more talented than us. Um, So please give them a listen. They're very funny. Um, And they discuss a lot of issues going on today, uh, specifically with feminism um, and uh, a lot of issues facing women today. And I think it's a very important podcast um, because they talk about a lot of things that, uh, are hard to talk about um and you know they make it fun they make a lot of it fun and exciting and they're really fun to listen to so give them a shout out that is super smash hose um That's yeah so cool man. Um, on instagram yeah i just looked it up it's on spotify oh yeah yeah they're great check it out guys maybe we'll throw in a link or something on our advertisements yeah. on instagram yeah so well, that up that about wraps up what I had. Yeah, I'm I'm all good to go. I gotta go cook because that's my thing now. That's your gig now, man. That's my gig, Chef Mick. <laughs> Call me Chef Mick. Sweet. And if anybody has recommendations on whether I should purchase Animal Crossing, I would very much uh, appreciate your recommendation. You should do it. I don't know, man. I'm on the fence. I've never played it before. I don't know if I should want to go. Sp- 
spend 60 bucks on a new game. Look, I just bought a PlayStation 4 and (laughs) five games with it. Don't rope me into whatever you got going on, man. Dude, I've got an issue. I got lots of issues and that's one of them. Well, I mean, I bought a skiing jacket in March as spring's around the corner. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Get on my level, dude. Get on my level. You got issues. (laughs) I, oh my God. Wait, can you just explain real quick why? Why I got a jacket? Yeah. Okay, dude. So my, my friends are going to know this is classic me because it's a long, drawn-out story. Um, normally, I am a very impulsive buyer. Well, not impulsive, but once I get something on my mind, I research it like crazy, and then I finally make a decision within like a week's time. It takes me that long sometimes. Um, so this jacket I came across from one of my favorite brands, uh, The Hundreds, it's called. And it was right before I was about to go skiing, but the jacket was like $400. And I was like, I can't spend $400 on a jacket. So uh, right after skiing, it went down to 300 And me being the savvy consumer said, you know, I really want this jacket, but if it's not selling out now, it probably won't sell out in the future. So I'll buy it when it's half price. So this past week, it went half price and I pulled the trigger. Half price of 300 or half price of 400 Half price of two hundred, uh, four hundred. So it was two hundred dollars. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Oh, and it was a nice jacket. It was sweet. Okay, well, and now I have it. But you don't really get to wear it. But you know, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I enjoy skiing, so it'll get some use. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so with that drawn out story of me going crazy over buying things, uh. We will see you next week. Maybe, if we want to. (laughs) Have a good week. Enjoy quarantine. Cook something. Read a good book. Listen to this podcast. Give us some suggestions. Yep. All that. And this has been Bagel for Breakfast.